Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. May 30th, 2023. Uh, took a little three-day vacation from the podcast uh, just to see. Uh, well, I, I needed a break. I needed my three-day Memorial Day weekend. Um, but I was just trying to let the the listeners catch up. Uh it's sort of odd doing a, a daily podcast because you really don't have a handle on, on how many people it, it's getting to. Uh, so anyway, it's good for me once in a while to just put, pump the brakes personally and for the podcast to, to see where we're at. So here we are, a Tuesday, 30th of May, uh, back to a podcasting, a little, little different energy and vibe in my life as uh, technically this is the first day of uh, at least uh, two and a half months break before I go back into uh, substitute teaching in the fall, in August actually. So uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I got a lot of stuff planned in this break time, Uh, a lot of domestic stuff I need to do. I got a lot of spiritual stuff I want to do, so let's get into our summer podcasting. I guess let me get a drink of Propel here. Want to ask you a question to begin with today, and that question is: How do you know what you know? How do you know what you know? We all know stuff, right? I mean, we all know uh, two plus two is four. Uh, we all know, uh, you know, photosynthesis, we learn. I'm looking at a tree in my backyard, is why I say that. Uh, we all know uh, that the bills will come due at the end of the month. We all know uh, that life is temporary. Uh, we all know that, uh, you know, at least... Most of us know how our government, how our society functions. We, we know stuff. Now, the reason we know these things is because someone took the time to teach us these things. And it's important. It's important to, to learn, to know, to grow. And so if we look at the question, how do you know what you know? Then the next natural question is, how do you know what you know is right? And this is where things become very difficult for human beings. How do you know what you know is right, is correct, is is true? And this is where we have to look at the fact that, that a lot of things we have been taught a lot of the things that we we know and things that we base our life on are or maybe let me say it that way maybe not true and that is earth shattering folks to a lot of people that is something the human mind struggles to comprehend how do you know what you know and how do you know what you know 
is right and true and the right thing to do and the right person to be and etc. And we have to answer, I think, honestly, that although sometimes we do know what we know is true, much of the time it's just concept, it's just conjecture, it's just theory. It's just what we've been taught. And then the question becomes, how did the people who taught us these things, how did they know what they know and how did they know what they know is true? <laughs> and you, you follow that rabbit down that hole long enough and you're going to discover that there is no proof that what we have been taught and what we know and what we think we know and often what we believe we know is right is nothing more than just an idea that someone had at some point. It's just a concept that that seemed to catch uh, in our society or in our world, in our species. So, part of, uh, a huge part of, of the spiritual journey is to understand that what we think we know and what we think we know is right about reality, about life, about how we function, about who we've learned to be, <clears throat> that, <clears throat> that at least a, a lot of that stuff is, is not right, is not true, is not authentic to who we're trying to be or who we're, we're made to be by the universe. Uh, it's a, it's a tough thing when when that realization happens to people because you then have to question your motives, your agenda, how you perceive reality. You have to be able to let go of your perceived correctness, your perceived rightness. Now, I will tell you, and this is no surprise to you listeners, that... There are some things in our world that are right. When we are kind, when we love one another, when we follow those universal, authentic truths, there's a rightness to that. Uh, and sometimes we can experience that. I remember about 10 years ago, taking all my kids to a, to a concert, and uh, a Foo Fighters concert, it's a rock band, and then I take my kids to a lot of concerts. And there's a song called My Hero that this band sings. Wonderful song. And the lights went down in the stadium and, you know, 20,000 people turn on their, their lights on their phones. They don't do lighters anymore. <clears throat> and uh, Dave Grohl, the singer, the, the leader of that band, came out with an acoustic guitar and sang My Hero, which is a song about... Uh, normal, everyday people uh, helping, rescuing, loving other people. And it, to hear 20,000 people sing those words, uh, I knew I was, it, that was right. You, you just get those moments of inspiration. Uh, you know, and I remember saying to myself, this is right. Now, they don't happen all the time because we struggle so much of, in, with so much in our world that is wrong, but there are those moments when I 
look at my family when I uh, am with my wife when th- th- those are just moments even even if I'm frustrated with something other people are doing uh, you just know so you know love kindness intimacy creativity uh, expression of our true self we know those moments are right. When someone holds the door open for you or you hold the door open for someone at the gas station, that's that moment of feeling satisfied, that moment of feeling truth, that moment of feeling this is the right thing, that's it. But you see, what we've learned, my friends, is that that's the anomaly and not holding the door should be the norm. Not caring for others. I mean, you look at I live in the state of Iowa in the United States. <clears throat> and our our political systems have devolved into this sort of callous, narcissistic, selfish, hurt the other person. And maybe it always has been, but it's really become acute in the past few years. Uh, <laughs> That is not who we are, but it's who we learn to be. And so if you were to talk to someone who was raised to be prejudiced, let's say, or just a straight-up racist, they would have arguments, they would have lessons they were taught, they would have an an imbuing, an inculcation, an uh, uh, indoctrination into that thought where they have reasoned, they have probably some to some degree, although it's ridiculous, measured responses to why they are the way they are because that's who they've learned to be. That's what they were taught to be. So if you were to ask a a racist, you know, how do you know what you know and how do you know what you know is right? They would have some relatively elaborate way of expressing that. Because that's what they've learned. That's who they've learned to be. And so the spiritual journey is about those questions. How do you know what you know? And how do you know what you know is right? Now, one of the challenges with this is that some of the stuff that we perpetuate in our culture does have some rightness to it, right? Because we... We do have those moments of kindness, those moments of love. And when they're expressed in a certain setting, we tend to give the setting the the credit for that feeling. Uh, Institutional church, institutional religion is this way. There's lots of wonderful people who have lots of positive energy, who have a lot of wise things to say in the setting of institutional religion, and I don't want to demean that or dismiss that, I will tell you that that has, at least in my opinion, very little to do with the institution and more to do with how the person was raised and what they were taught about love and kindness and generosity. Uh, They just express that through an institution that we've created and, and given credit about that. 
I've also seen people do some really terrible stuff uh, in the name of institutional living. And so we, we do have ways in which we can, to some degree, teach people you know, to love your neighbors, the correct thing to do, to practice compassion is the correct thing to do. However, it's still the anomaly. Do you understand what I'm saying? That, that when we practice love and kindness and compassion, that's the freaky thing. That's the anomaly that, that the world has made it to be. When in fact, the fact that it is the anomaly is really the lie. It's, it's really the, the falseness of the thing. It's not the anomaly. It's the normal thing, but we're taught. We're taught that the world is sinful, that it's fallen, that it's somehow evil, and that we need to battle that. The truth is, in my estimate, in my estimation, in my judgment, that the world is lost in its own false understanding of what it means when I say world, I mean humanity. Humanity is lost because I think the world, the planet, Earth, knows exactly who it is. But the species called human that dwell upon the Earth are lost in misconception about who they are. And so it's not that we're sinful and fallen and need to be redeemed. It's that we're just not aware enough to realize who we are. <clears throat> and so, in order to realize who we are, we have to ask those essential questions like, how do you know what you know? Where did you learn this from? Where did you learn your habits from? Where did you learn to escape reality from? Where did you learn uh, your beliefs from? And most of us are going to say, well, we learned it from t teachers or parents or friends. Then the question becomes, where did they learn it from? And they're going to answer the same way. And then if we ask the question, how do you know what you know is right? What you're going to find is that people won't have, if they're honest, a response to that question because for the most part, they don't know. Now, we can say, well, I learned what was right from, you know, my aunt, uncle, grandparent, mother, father, religion, whatever. But then you're still stuck in that same philosophical question. Well, how did they know it was right? And if it was right, why aren't the issues of the broken humanity, the lost humanity, the humanity that doesn't know itself, why aren't they solved? And then, I, I, and I truly believe this, my friends, at some point you're going to, at least, at least I have, you're going to end up at that place and go, wow, what I thought I knew is wrong. And the fact that that's true means the things that I thought I knew were right weren't right. They were misguided. They were not fully informed. That Yeah, I learned that kindness was important, but I learned that we're not actually capable of that as humans unless we belong to the right religion or have the right beliefs. And that's not true. Who we are is kindness who we really are is love. And we have to get past the baggage, the learned behavior put in front of that. Anyway, there you have it. Uh, 
How do you know what you know? And how do you know what you know and what you've been taught is right? Important questions. Have a great day, my friends. I will give you a a shout out tomorrow. Uh, Have a great Tuesday, May 30th. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.